Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jeff Grammer with the Albuquerque Journal, and you are listening to the Talking Grammar podcast, the latest episode of my podcast. I appreciate you doing so, however you're listening. This is episode eight of the Talking Grammar podcast, where I share some conversations I have on the sports beat, uh, covering various sports. Obviously, my primary beat is Lobo basketball, and so far, all eight episodes of the Talking Grammar podcast have been focused on Lobo basketball. This one will as well. Uh, this offseason, now that Lobo basketball is over, this offseason, I do hope to branch out a little bit more, talk to some people outside of Albuquerque, talk to some people outside of the college basketball beat. Hopefully, you will enjoy some of that, but I will certainly still be focusing on my primary beat, and that is UNM Lobo basketball coverage. And that is why today I had a conversation with Jaquan Lyle, the Ohio State transfer that sat out this season for the Lobos, and Vance Jackson, the UConn transfer, who sat out this season for the Lobos. Both of those guys are are interesting pieces to the Paul Weir puzzle for various reasons. Certainly, um, big time, highly recruited out of high school. Uh, certainly, two transfers that were sitting out that when the Lobos struggled so much earlier, and, and they they did. They were three and eight to start the season, only two and eight against Division One teams. They were a bad basketball team in November, and when that happened, Lobo basketball fans were starting to look to the future and the future of this program for a good portion of this season was all about those two guys sitting out and all the transfers that were going to come in and, and save this program next year. Um, Jaquan Lyle certainly has um, a past that you can read about. This wasn't the forum to delve into the specifics and, and to dive into all the things that happened to him, either in recruiting before Ohio state or in the, uh, the time after Ohio state when he quit the team and then ended up transferring here this past off season. And we didn't get into that. We talked more about what brought him to New Mexico. We talked a lot more about what it was like sitting out this year and and working with Vance. And both players certainly had unique experiences in that the teams they left that there were starters on last year, they certainly didn't leave for playing time issues because both were starters last year. But the teams they left last year had very unique seasons this year. Ohio State. With a new coach much better than anticipated made the NCAA tournament. People were shocked at how good the Buckeyes were this year. UConn, on the other hand, continued its struggles, um, has been struggling for a while. And Kevin Ollie, who Vance talks about in this podcast today, was one of the main reasons he, in his recruiting, decided to go to UConn. Well, Kevin Ollie, after another year of UConn struggles, um, has been fired by UConn. So pretty unique situation for both players to have gotten uh, to have transferred this past offseason and watched their their old friends, both of which say they are still very close with players on those teams, and to have watched very unique seasons for them. And more specifically to this podcast, we talk about what it was like for them to watch this Lobos basketball season. Neither one of them had missed more than a game in their college careers. Neither one of them, even in their high school and AAU days, had ever missed any extended playing time for injury or other reasons. So sitting out an entire year and practicing as hard as Paul Weir practices his players from a conditioning standpoint and otherwise, with no payoff for a game, I thought that was pretty unique. So I talked to them about that. How how hard was it to watch? They talk about, was it harder to watch road games when you were back home and the team was on the road and you're watching it sometimes on your laptop or TV or, or they go in, they would go into the Lobo basketball offices sometimes and watch them on the TVs there with team managers or whoever else. Or was it harder to watch from the Lobo bench when the crowd's going wild and they're sitting on the bench with their teammates? So uh, they talk about that a little bit. They talk a little trash 
about all the one-on-one games they had this year. They seem to have a disagreement about who might have won more of those one-on-one games, and we get into that a little bit as well. Uh, Jaquan and Vance also have a bit of a predicament in my mind moving forward. The reason this year's Lobos team was so good at the end, and the reason fans started jumping on board, was really all about their their late run relative to how bad they were early. People jumped on board with the Lobos because they got good. Well, they got good, not because talent um, necessarily was there at the end of the year that wasn't there at the beginning of the year. They started getting really good because they started playing together. There was a bond. There was a team chemistry issue. Now, newcomers like Jaquan and Vance have to make sure they don't come into this team and ruin what was a foundation built on chemistry and working hard and working with each other. So, Interesting predicament for two guys who a lot of Lobo fans spent the past year telling, wow, you're going to save this program. You guys are the difference. Things are going to be so great when you're here. Now they have to kind of separate themselves from all that and not think they're better than their teammates. Just think they're now a piece of the team and a part of the team and a, a piece of the puzzle as opposed to the saviors of a program that by the end of the season, frankly, didn't need saving anymore. The foundation was built and it was built on no player thinking they're better than the rest. So these two players that fans all year pretty much told were going to save the program now have to make sure they don't get that in their head that they're they're the saviors at all, but they are now going to work just as hard as everybody else to to be a part of the program moving forward. So they uh, they, they delve into that a little bit in this conversation. Had a good time with them. Uh, do look forward to covering them. I did watch them a lot this past year, and I can tell you they, they're good. I'm not going to go all fanboy mode on you here and tell you that they're they're both first team all conference type players that they're going to be, you know, pushing for all league honors or anything like that. They are guys that would start on pretty much any Mountain West team. They're good. They're quality. They have talent. There's no there's no denying that these are two good basketball players that sat out for the Lobos. So here we go. Here's my conversation with Vance Jackson and Jaquan Lyle. I'm here. It is the off season now of Lobo basketball and I'm here with Jaquan Lyle and Vance Jackson Wanda touch base with you guys about a few things. Um, kind of want to go three ways here. What brought you guys here? So just a little bit of a background so people um, that maybe don't know yet uh, why you guys ended up in Albuquerque and with the Lobos. Let's talk about that a little bit. About this past season, what it was like to watch a season of basketball. Um, I can't imagine you guys have had to sit out too many full seasons before. And uh, so we'll go through that a little bit. And then I want to talk about what the future is. So those three things, let's Let's get started. Um, uh, either one of you guys, I guess. Which which one of you wants to go first? Vance. Vance. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to bounce it off <laughs> each other. Okay, Vance. You you were the first one um, of the two of you, so I guess that, that makes sense. You were the first one to commit here um, out of U two last year. Let's go back to even before you committed here. Real quick rundown: where you're from, your high school days, your recruiting, and all that, and what got you to UConn first yeah. of all. Um, I'm from Pasadena, California. It's uh, outside of Los Angeles. So I just say Los Angeles because it's more common. Um, I went to Prolific Prep my senior year, and um, I, I was going to go to Cal or um, UConn. Those are my final two schools. I never really... Um, and pretty highly recruited, though, right? I mean, both yeah, of you guys were. Yeah, I never um, took time and did all my visits, you know. I, I just did two visits, and um, I just felt like UConn was just the right right move for me. Yeah. You know, um, Kevin Ollie, he's from California, um, 
So, you know, we had a connection there. And um, Daniel Hamilton, uh, we was teammates in um, high school since, uh, well, since I was in eighth grade. So, you and know. He's older, though, right? Like yeah, he's older. By how many years? Two. Two? Two years older yeah. than me. Okay. Yeah. So, I was, I've been playing with him since eighth grade. And, you know, um, seeing what he did at UConn, um, you know, we played the um, same position. So, I felt like it was a smart move for me to go there. And also, um, I know DeAndre Daniels, okay. so it's just like it just seemed right for me to go there. So there are a lot of reasons to go there. You're there one year. Um, what I guess to sum up, and I know you talked about it a little bit some when you got here, but just to kind of sum up your decision in leaving there was what? Because you started 21 games, I think it was mm-hmm. about 20 or so. You, you yeah. were you were starting. Yeah. You were you were a piece of their regular starting rotation. So it couldn't have been entirely about a playing time situation. What was it that made you decide this this wasn't the right fit? Um, yeah, it wasn't about playing time or that because I was playing a lot of minutes, yeah. you know. So um, I just felt like um, Kevin Ollie, like just like it was just a system, you know. Okay. It just wasn't for me, and, um, and, I, and I feel like I could well, do more. When you say that, when you say the system, was that what you're talking about? When you say you didn't research it enough, like you you saw one of your friends kind of playing a similar position that you thought you could do the same thing in. But when this, you say the system wasn't right for you, was that something you could have researched more in the recruiting process, you think? Yeah, and that's what, that's what made me actually come here because actually when I decided to transfer, I took, I took time and I actually like um, did my visits at the other schools that I went to. Kind of figure out what you're actually going to be used as. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then last piece of that, that part of it is what did make you come here? You, you liked how you're going to be used. How did Paul win you over? How did the coaching staff win you over? What made you decide to come here? Um, I, I just liked everything about, well, when I came on this, I just liked everything about it. I liked Coach Weir and, um, and his vision that he had of me as a player. And um, I liked him as a coach, you know. Um, he coached at New Mexico State, and they made it to the tournament that year, I believe. Yep. And I just, I just wanted to be a part of it. And um, my teammates, they was just, it seemed like I was here before, you know, we all seemed connected. Um, I like the living situation here. Yeah. It's like. Right next door. Yes, yeah, right next door. Um, and it was kind of like, that's what separated from all the other schools is the living situation. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I came here. All right. Let's jump to you now. Tell people, tell some Lobo fans who still don't know much about you. Um, First of all, the high school days and your recruiting days, and and what landed you at Ohio State? Um, I'm from Evansville, Indiana. Uh, I attended Evansville Balsy my freshman year through my junior year. Then I went to uh, Huntington Prep in West Virginia my for my senior year. Um, uh, I was very highly recruited, you know what I'm saying, throughout my high school days. Uh, top like a top 30 recruit, I would believe. Uh, just, you know what I'm saying, love the game of basketball. And then um, I committed to Oregon. And so I didn't, I wasn't ruled uh, eligible due to my SAT scores like right away. But then they cleared me in September of 2014. And I didn't actually know that the NCAA cleared me until January of the following year. So that was how kind does of that, a, How does that even happen? Like they don't, I, don't I, like, they I would just, hope they send you some sort of letter not, or something. No, like it, like. It wasn't even a, they didn't email me or nothing. Like, uh, on my visit at Ohio State in January of 2015, um, the coaches, like, I met with the coaches and they asked me, like, why 
why are you at IMG? Like, yeah. did you not think you were ready? And I'm like, like, what do you mean? Like, you thought like, it was pretty, yeah, yeah. I'm like, they knew why you yeah, were there. Yeah, so I'm like, I was like, like I wasn't eligible, and it was like, um, like according to like your uh, NCAA, like the clearinghouse. Yeah, there's like you're you're 100 qualifier, and I'm like, no way. Like, and then I logged in to the clearinghouse thing, and it said it in when it when it's, it said September, and I was like so upset. So you could have been enrolled that year, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, what that yeah. So like I was like so mad, like because like it's like how it doesn't like. Like, 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 why didn't I get an email? Why didn't I get notified? Sure. They just, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I should have been checking it, I guess, because they were, it was, like, under, like, investigation or whatever. But um, And ultimately, all that means is you, you started a year later than you could have. Correct, correct. It didn't cut into the year, the five years to play four. Correct. You just started yeah, your clock correct. a year later. Correct. So um, after that, I was on my visit. So I, so I committed to Ohio State um, out of Kansas, Oklahoma State, and Oregon again. And... Um, I did two years at Ohio State. Uh, those two years were a lot of fun. Uh, met a lot of great people. Still have relationships with everybody that I met, but um, it just wasn't working on my end. I don't think I don't think I was becoming the player that I could be or the person that I could be there. And so I wanted to explore other options after my sophomore year. And um, after that. Um, after my sophomore year, I decided to transfer, and a lot of schools reached out, but the, I felt like here at New Mexico was the best fit for me personally because I felt like I needed to regain focus, regain a lot of things that has to do with the game of basketball and do with me becoming a better person. And I, I actually committed before even, without even coming on a visit yeah. because uh, I talked on the phone to Coach Weir and like the very first time we spoke, like I knew like this was home just by the way, you know what I'm saying? Like the way he talked, the way he, uh, the way he sounded like he cared, and you know what I'm saying? He had a he had a, he had a passion and a, and, a, and a vision for this university, you know what I'm saying? So I think that was one of the biggest things that that got me here was just Coach Coach Weir. He's just one of those guys that never stops, always working, and and that's the, like stuff like that's contagious. And I wanted to be around that, wanted to be a part of something special, and especially when uh, like I, I like it's like you said, I committed after Vance, and yeah. when like we played Vance them last year, we 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 obviously beat them, but uh, <laughs> obviously like, <laughs> even even doing the obviously there, <laughs> we obviously beat them, but um, so I knew like what like what type of player he was, and I knew like he didn't just come in for no reason, so um, I trusted it, and here we are today. All right, two two quick follow-ups to what you said. One, Mike Vance, you were starting. Mm. I mean, you you were playing, so it wasn't a playing time situation. Nah. Um, the the role you see yourself at, you know, playing and and maybe at the next level playing, you weren't getting that. You don't think, or you weren't developing along that path as well as you thought. Is that is that fair to say? Um, I just felt as if on the court, it was just like um, no trust, like for me, for me to the coaches or to the coaches to me. Okay. And you can't play basketball like that. And like, I just I didn't feel home there. Like, and I've only been here since August, and like I feel like this is home. Like, I can call any guy from the head coach to the last manager at any time of the night, and they'll be willing to hear me out. Or you know what I'm saying? If I'm going through something, that anybody will listen at all times. And I just feel like I didn't have that there. I feel like this is a a great environment, great family atmosphere, and I love it here. All right, as we transition with both of you guys now into this past year and what it was like watching first part of it before we before I ask you what it was like watching the Lobos play what was it like watching your old teams play um, pretty interesting years for both of them 
Ohio State came out of nowhere. Nobody yeah. thought they would do what they did with the new coach. Um, UConn, I don't know if that's something you saw <laughs> coming or not, but um, UConn obviously had their unique year too, and now it's fired um, Kevin, who who I know you talked about was part of why you went there. Yeah. Um, what was it like watching your old teams, and how, how much do you guys still stay in contact with the guys on your old teams? Um, I still, I'm still connected with all my teammates at UConn, so yeah. like we communicate every day. So um, even though I left the program, like we still, we still is connected. Um, I saw a couple of the games, you know. Uh, I saw when they won, and I saw when they lost. Yeah. Um, Ever any regrets watching them? Like man, that like I or or looking at the court and saying like you know I'd be doing that right there or I'd be in that play I'd be getting the ball there or something. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch it like that? Yeah, but also, seems natural. I, I mean, if yeah, you were there. Yeah, just like you know, I'm here now, so I can't really like you know. But you know, I was just watching like man, what if I like stayed yeah. or something like that? But yeah, that's about it. But I just um, watched it. Um, I just watched because you know I still contact with them. Yeah. You know, I want them to do good, so that's all I've been watching them for. What about you? You watch a lot this year? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like, like he said, like, um, like I said, said earlier, those relationships that I built there. I mean, I cherish those. Those, those, those are guys I still call my brothers. Like, I was just in Columbus all last weekend. You know what I'm saying? Those are my guys. Like, uh, I watched the tournament. Uh, watched the NCAA tournament. Happy to see them in there. And I mean, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I tweeted like a couple of days ago. Like, I, I respect those guys a lot. You know what I'm saying? For Especially my best friend is Jayshon Tate on the team, number one, um, four-year starter. Um, respect him a lot. Uh, after he made the tournament freshman year, he had a rough two years. And whenever it had been the easier route to leave, he stayed, stuck it out, you know what I'm saying, fought. And, you know what I'm saying, they were the top, team, top ten team all year. And, you know what I'm saying, they made it to the NCAA tournament, which was big. So, like, I, res- I have a lot of respect for those guys. And, you know what I'm saying, still, like, like you said, I still talk to them all the time. Those are my guys. So in a little different respect, though, than Vance, whose team, former team, had a rough year and ended up firing a coach, your team kind of came out of nowhere to do what they did. A mm-hmm. lot of people thought it would be rebuilding, maybe like people thought here at UNM. Mm-hmm. Is that harder to I mean, is that difficult to watch them succeed that much? No, definitely not, definitely not. I, honestly, I'm happy for them because, you know what I'm saying, like, no matter what, like, they're my brothers in the day, and I, I want to see them succeed. I want to see everybody, everybody succeed no matter what. And to see them, like, you know what I'm saying, have a smile on their face, like, I'm happy for them no matter if I'm there or not. Because I'm in, like everybody's path of success is different. I chose to take a different path, and you know what I'm saying they chose to stay there. So I'm ha- very, very happy for them. All right, let's move uh, to this past year then. Um, you guys show up on campus here, and Paul and the coaching staff tell you all they tell you about: we're going to run, we're going to do this, we're going to you guys are going to get in shape, all this kind of stuff. Day one, you guys get on campus compared to how much, if you're in shape right now, if you're a 10 right now, and I don't know if you guys are at a 10, but if you're at a 10 right now, where were you on a scale of 1 to 10 conditioning-wise the day you guys walked on campus Zero. last year? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> conditioning-wise, yeah, I was not. I'm not where I'm at yeah. like right now. Um, like even close? Nah, I, I feel good right now. Yeah. You know? um, coming in, I was, I felt, you know, I felt slow. You know, um, my body fat was ridiculously high. And um, but um, with the, our program and the things that we've been doing, you know, we just bought in, and yeah, I feel good now. That's all I gotta say. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> you said one to ten when I first got here. I would be a, definitely a one. Uh, yeah. Came way overweight, out of shape, and thanks to Tyler, thanks to Coach Weir, like um, I completely changed my body around, and still got a long way to go. But got till November to do it. So yeah. yeah. 
What, what, all right, so let's, let's just nuts and bolts of basketball. What position are you guys both envisioning yourself in this offense? Uh, I play three and four. Three, four? Yeah. One and two. One and two? There wasn't much of an inside, like in your case, there wasn't much of an inside presence this year, especially like for a month when Sam wasn't there, Joe was the only regular big. Um, you're going to have to play some inside. You're three, four. I know you can stretch it out, but when you're playing the four and you're playing a team with bigs, you're going to have to play a little bit more. Can, are you okay with that? Yeah. And, and is it just back to the basket? Is it face up? I mean, it's whatever. Um, it's whatever it takes for us to win. You can't know, can't he do back to the basket? I'll ask you. <laughs> yeah, he got a little. I mean, he, he's a he's a pretty big guy, so he got a little bit of back to the basket game. All right, all right. So it's not just sit, sitting out at the line. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. What about you? Uh, yeah, I know you. So I hear you want to run the point, right? No. No, you, no, you don't want to. Okay. No. All right. So so you don't like you don't want to, or you just don't like people thinking you um, want to be a point. Well. Uh, it's kind of like, it's, I don't like, I don't like always having the ball in my hands like all okay. the time. I kind of want to play off the ball some, and I think that's kind of like another one of the reasons why I transferred. Like I told you, like I couldn't see myself like being the player I wanted to become there because I was strictly a point guard, and I think like I'm more of a combo guard. You know what I'm saying? Off the ball and on the ball, and just from talking to the coach, just from talking to the coach, where I think that. Like, it'll be something like that, you know what I'm saying? It'll be sets where I have the ball in my hand, sets where I'm off the ball. So it just it just depends. But you can, you can run the point if you need to, though. Yeah, I mean, your combo. Yeah. All right. So watching this season play out, though, how hard was it? And, and had either of you sat out longer than, I don't know, a month or two in any point in your high school I'm never, I, I don't I'll think play, I've ever missed. I played every game besides my last game at UConn. Yeah? Um, senior night, yeah. Was that an injury or a concussion? Yeah. Concussion. Okay. I don't think I've. Uh, my my year, my two years at Ohio State, I don't think I ever missed a game besides one time when my sister was ill. But other than that, I don't think I ever missed a game ever. All right. Well, then what was it like having to watch, right. having to practice as hard as he practices, you guys, right. without the payoff of playing <laughs> playing tonight or playing on Saturday or something like that? How, how hard was that, and how did you guys adapt to that? I remember our first game at the pit. I looked over to um, Corn. I was like, "Yo, we're about to be here all year, you know." But um, you're smiling the, about it, it now. A, I bet you weren't really smiling about nah, it. Then, it, was, like. it was fun though, cause you know, um, like we know all the hard work we put in, you know, um, behind the scenes that nobody really knows about, and like that was the beauty of like this season. You know, we surprised lots of people that doubted us, and um, it just made us just want to work harder. You know. Um, during that time because, you know, we're not playing this year. And, like, to now, I just, just want us to uh, keep going. Where, where would you guys watch the games, road games? Um, in yeah. the video room. You guys would come yeah, here and do yeah, it? Yeah. Or on my TV. The two of you and, and who else? Uh, I guess Connor or maybe or, or Coyote was here sometimes. Yeah, sometimes uh, the managers, some some managers don't travel, so we'll either come here and pull it up. Uh, okay, so there'd be some other people, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it harder watching those games when you guys were here? Or was it actually harder sitting on the bench in the pit watching games that you couldn't play in? For me, it would be in the pit just because of the atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Especially those close games and all the fans on their feet and Snake on the baseline going crazy. Yeah. Like, those games are the ones that would be like, it's just man, I want to get out there. Like, yeah. like, just, like he said, like the atmosphere is ridiculous. Like, I have never seen nothing like that. Um, even at UConn, you know, UConn is a basketball yeah. school. Um, people will expect, you know, like to have a crowd like that, but it is nowhere close. Like the pit is like 
a different like level. Like you guys had to up your cheerleading game a little bit. For <laughs> sure, yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, is it when the team struggled early? And this is kind of a tough balance when when there's two guys sitting out and everybody around this program, the fans in this town, know okay, next year's going to be better. We got these two guys sitting out, and there's sort of this building kind of legend that these two guys sitting out are going to be these great superstars. But there's there's a tough balance you guys have to keep. You guys can't come in expecting like your teammates in the program to think that of you, because mm-hmm. um, that's not what this team was all about. This yeah. past year, things came together because of the chemistry and the bond. Like, is it tough for you guys not to? watch them struggle especially early and think like man they'd be so much better with me and kind of get that out of your mind and just keep working um do you kind of get what i'm saying like you guys i think you don't want to think of yourself as better than your teammates no i think like the biggest thing was during that time is just being there for them not letting not allowing them to like give up on themselves because like like you said like a lot of people were like a lot of people are excited for next year and and it was a whole season going on, and I think like when we started losing, like I think next year started, you know, what I'm saying being more in the near future than what it was, and and just let them know that they that they matter, that you respect them, and that 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 this is the season, you know, what I'm saying, and especially for the seniors like Joe, uh, Joe too, and uh, Antonio, like you know, what I'm saying you don't ever want nobody to think that that they don't matter, you know, what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So and they stuck they stuck it together and. Like you said, the chemistry built up, and you know what I'm saying we was in the championship of the Mount West, of the Mount West, and nobody, nobody expected that from this team, man. I didn't. Like, I mean, <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> like, so, like, like, like I said, I, I respect, I respect them a lot for, you know, what I'm saying building, building that, building that bond, building that respect, and you know, what I'm saying finishing third in Mount West and going to the championship. That, that was real big. Is there any worry or pressure in your guys' mind that the way this team came together and that chemistry that it had at the end? that now there's a new new season it's not just going to carry over um there are new pieces you guys got new guys coming in that aren't you you two are adding to the playing puzzle but you guys were here is there some pressure then that all these new guys coming in to not you know screw up the chemistry to to not mess up what by the end of the year there was um, and and what do you guys need to do to make sure that doesn't happen uh well um, by seeing our teammates the championship, uh, it just made me more hungry. So like, you know, I, I know where I'm gonna be at in the off season, and I'm pretty. The team, like all, all of our work ethic is gonna be like on another level, and um, I just feel like that it's just gonna motivate us. You know, I don't really think it's pressure. You know, people do expect a lot next season, mm-hmm. but um, we just gonna just keep our head down and just. You know, stay humble and just keep working. For you two, I would think it'd be a little easier. I mean, you guys got new guys coming in that you can tell them all you want what they're about to be in for with Tyler and with with flipping tires or <laughs> yeah. or whatever kind of running running pit steps, all that kind of stuff. You can warn them all you want, but there's a certain element they don't know until they get here. You guys at least have that. Do you guys tell the new guys? Have you talked with the recruits coming in? Like, oh yeah, you better be ready. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, um, I talked to uh, Drew. Yeah, um, the freshman coming in. Um, you know, we talk about. Is that because he's a point guard? You got to be nice to the point guards, and you just want to make sure. No, he's my teammate. You know, he, right. he, you know, he's a, um, you know, he's in high school, so you know, he got questions. You know, yeah. and he asked me, and I just, you know, let him know ahead of time and stuff like that. Yeah, all, all them guys coming in, so do you they seem very excited. They seem, they, they seem like they ready to work. Do you and think they know what they're getting into though? Um, no, no. Because <laughs> you know, I was in the you same position. Know. I was in the same position. You know, when I was um, coming into UConn, I asked Jalen. Um, Ronnie Purvis, and I'm like, man, what's it like? You know what we're going to do? And when I got there, it was just like, whoa. Whole nother level. Yeah, but they're going to figure it out. 
as far as that conditioning goes, and I know you two guys, um, because you're where you started and where you are conditioning-wise, you guys are proud of that. You, you guys, you guys want people to know that you're in in good shape and and all that. What at what point were you thinking, or was there a point at any time this season or off season that you were thinking, man, this is this is too much. This is crazy. Strong man. <laughs> strong man, man for you. Oh my and you got goodness. here in August. Were you, was yeah, it still strong yeah, man? Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I was finished. I finished third in strong man overall. No. I mean fourth. Yeah. Fourth, I think. I, I think I finished third. I, I, I know <laughs> that people can't see this on the podcast right now, but how he just did that. He's doing the little yeah, flexing yeah, while yeah, I'm saying I think, it. I think, no. I, I finished top five for sure. You know what I'm saying? And that third, fourth, well, and now we're strong, at top five. It, like it wasn't. It was just the last strong man. What we did was like I don't even think it's like the last one you guys you guys had like rankings and contests, right? Yeah, but it was just. Yeah, he ca- he like every, overall. every Friday, we add an element to the exercise. Okay. And so, like, the last strongman, we had, like, push seven, your, tr- push your a, truck. First, we had a, like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was heavy. It was metal. We had it to, was like, heavy and it was metal. We had to do, like, 10 reps of these. And then we had a, um, <laughs> yeah. and then we had, like, something on our neck. Like, you know, like the set, like, what it had weights on. Yeah. And then we had to push a truck, like, pretty far. And then we had a, um, all right here in the parking lot here though, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. And then we had to like um, do what's the deadlifts or something? Yeah, I, yeah. Drew, deadlifts, Drew Carlton and yeah. Ta- Taiwan, they don't know what they're getting themselves into, but it'll it'll they gonna feel <laughs> it, good yeah, though. Yeah. They gonna feel good. It, the, the benefit is definitely the benefit <laughs> is definitely worth it. Uh, like I said, like that stuff. Like whenever we was, like the first the first time we did it, it was like okay, like. Okay, this this all we gonna be doing? Like it's cool. Like we the first day we just did flip the tire. Yeah. Then we added something else. Huh? The next Friday we added something else. Then we added. I'm like, okay, when is it? It's I'm, all time. Yeah, yeah. And we all competing, so you know, yeah. we all want to like try to beat the next person. So that's like, like that's the beauty of like this team. You know, we all competitive, man. You guys thinking Tyler's a little crazy when he's t- adding something each week and like. Yeah, definitely. Tyler is de- Tyler is he's, definitely. He's funny. Yeah, he he'll, he he'll give us something. And then we'll struggle, right? And he like, it's like this. He'll show us how to do it. And then he, he'd be like struggling a little bit too. So he'd struggle a little bit sometimes too? Yeah. All right. For sure. All right. All right. So these guys coming in and you guys adding to what the Lobos just did this year. What can what can fans, like what is realistic for fans to expect next year? Um, do you guys put specific goals either on yourselves or on the team? Is it getting to the tur- NCAA tournament? Is it winning conference tournaments or do you guys not or a certain number of games or do you guys not quantify it like that is it is there something else that you guys would consider success next year um i would say the biggest thing is just a lot of wins a lot of championships yeah, that's yeah. what i think that's i think that's uh, i think we're capable yeah. i think we're capable of a lot you know what i'm saying what we what we have this like the guys that we have now and then what we're adding and then with the tremendous coaching staff that we have i don't think those guys get enough credit from Coach Weir, Coach Harry, Jerome, and B. Mays. Yeah, they I don't, don't think I don't, think, I don't mm-hmm. think they get enough credit. Enough credit, but I think like what, what, what we what they what they started this year was was very special, and I could I think we could continue to build off that, and hopefully we can get a lot of wins and bring some championships back to New Mexico. You guys thought about what it's like to actually play with that pit crowd? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we I just can't wait. Like <laughs> All right, last couple then. Um, you two spent a lot of time together. Um, did you guys, how well did you guys know each other before you guys got here? Um, I didn't really know Quan until um, Ohio State. Okay. Like when we played them. And, um, so just playing each other there, and, and how well do you get to know each other when you play each other at the college level? Um, you know, being 
on the opposing team, you know, um, watching him. Like, he was a really good player. You know, we did scout, you know, how we do scouts before we But play. personally, didn't really know each other till here? No, Not correct. really. I mean, um, um, Jalen. Yeah. Jalen Adams, like he's 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 close with Jalen Adams, and um, you know, uh, before we played teams, he's like, yo, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I ever knew about him. Um, what do you what do you know about him now that maybe fans probably wouldn't know just by <laughs> just by what they've either read or seen on highlight tapes or just seen on the bench <laughs> or anything? Um, what um, what would you tell fans about him? Quan, he, he's a type of um, person, you know, like you know when you're feeling down or something, like he he always like. Say something like pick you up, you know. He's like one of those type of players, and that's good to have. Um, he's a brother, you know. You can always, you know, rely on something if you need something, and you just ask him. He'll just look out for you. Can you play at all? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he can play. He can play. <laughs> he for sure can play. Um, yeah, I just can't wait to play with him. You know, um, we we work so hard together off the court, and it's just like I just can't wait. You know. Well, Vance. Uh, I would kind of say the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Very outgoing person, very, very, very talkative. He talks yeah. a lot, you know what I'm saying? But I think overall, I think, like, the biggest thing is a competitor. From sitting out with him this whole entire year, like, it made me want to be better. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, when the guys go on the road or when we do our individual workouts, it's just me and him. So, like, a lot of times we're isolated and we're getting better together. And we play one-on-one. Like, you've been in there a couple of times. We play one-on-one. It's, it's very competitive. And, like, I don't want to lose and he doesn't want to lose because we know when we get to the locker room, we're, we're, either one of us is going to talk. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, it's like the competitive spirit that he has made, that made me want to get better. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think having this off year with somebody was easier rather than not having it with 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 by yourself for so. sure and, yeah. and being with him was hard you know like like you said like we want to play yeah. and we just feel isolated you know sometimes like team practice we want to practice with the team you know because we just like being there and about let's go there actually about midway through the year you guys were kind of incorporated into the yeah. full practice i mean yeah. you guys weren't just sitting out and playing scout um, you guys were actually doing everything, right? Yeah, we barely like did scout, you know, like yeah, there we wasn't did scout, yeah. but like we, yeah. it wasn't like how you guys focused on you a lot more. Yeah. I mean, the, his the the style of this team was focused on the Lobos a lot more than focused on the other team. And you did that in film and study. And that's but. what like made us come here, you know, because like Coach Weir, he had a vision, you know, he's confident, like he 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 know what he wants, you know, yeah. and um and yeah, we was just getting better. All right, I didn't ask you though, can he play at all? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. He can play. He can play. I think I, I think I have more one on one wins, but he definitely. can definitely. Nah, he can play, but I think I have more one on one wins, but hey, I don't know. We're not. Who's counting? <laughs> Me. Who's I'm counting. Heck no. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. That, the, the guys, um, all right, the games this past year, was there one game? that stands out to you that you guys will remember in, in a positive or a negative way having to watch? Yeah. San Diego State. San Diego State. Yeah. Um, the um, the, the OG State at the crib. Oh, yeah. yeah. San Diego um, State championship game, though, no, we're talking. No, or the one here. The one in the pit with Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one was the best game. The Boise State, one, you know. Okay, so for two different reasons, then. Yeah. Two very different reasons. San Diego State, Antonio finishes it, and Boise State, not so much. And Fresno State as well. Cause Fresno, that's, and UNLV. Fresno State at home because that means we capped off the – the third place, so that was that was a pretty big game, and we got it done. So, and the fans were great that game. Awesome, the fans always great. They like engage twenty four seven, like from the start of the game, from tip off to when the buzzer and the second half. Like, and then on just, then oh, on Twitter after the game, the next day, 
And then people post on pictures you see, for you. Sometimes like you that. see him in Frontier, and so the fans Snake, are <laughs> Snake. He wearing the same. He wearing that same fit that you see on game day in practice all week. <laughs> <laughs> wearing wearing my shoes. Yeah. He he wear everybody's shoes size. <laughs> Snake's Snake something else. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate this. Um, we'll wrap up with anything you guys want to say, and then we'll close this up. Anything you guys want to tell fans or say about next year? Man, Lebo Nation was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. All right, man, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys, um, and good luck this offseason, man. It's Thank not, you, It's not going to be a Thank fun offseason. <laughs> no. So <laughs> have fun, man. I Thank appreciate you. it, guys. Yep. Thanks. All right, there you go. There's my conversation with Lobo basketball players Vance Jackson, the transfer from UConn, and Jaquan Lyle, the transfer from Ohio State, both of whom sat out this past season for the Lobos as red shirts per NCAA transfer rules. And now that the season is over, the 2017-18 season is over, they are starting their first offseason as full members of the team and will be a part of the 2018-19 roster and be ready to play. Uh, So I thank them for their time. Uh, Two guys, obviously, that are kind of itching to play and uh, like talking trash with each other a little bit there. You could try to get some of that out there. Could have talked with them a lot longer. I needed to wrap things up. I know they had to... They had to get on to other things. So, um, again, appreciate their time. We'll have a story kind of accompanying this podcast that will appear in the Albuquerque Journal and we'll post online. Always, as always, take a look at our sports coverage throughout the season, of course, and throughout the entire offseason. We'll still have global basketball updates and cover all the other sports. That's abqjournal.com slash sports. Let my bosses know what you think about the podcast. Hopefully we can keep this going. Again, I appreciate it. Let me know what you think. You can email me at ggrammer at abqjournal.com or you can reach me on Twitter, which I am always on at Jeff Grammer. That's Jeff with a G and Grammer is G-R-A-M-M-E-R. This has been the Talking Grammar Podcast, Episode 8. Appreciate your time for listening. Thanks, guys.